episode 40 of the Bearded Carcast, and also the last one of the season and the last one before we win the $1.6 billion uh, Powerball. No, it's not Powerball. It's Mega Millions. I'm going to spend all $1.6 billion on apples. <laughs> 213 apples I bought at the Apple Festival. Mike, that was Labor Day weekend. Yeah. There are four remaining. Four remaining. I've eaten all but four of the apples. Now, that, that's not exactly true. My wife has eaten probably a half dozen. Yes. And I think one or two oh, have I've gone had, bad. Oh, like two or three. Yeah, you've had a couple. And Darren's had a couple. Darren yeah, had. okay. So I've probably, of 213 apples, I've probably eaten about 190, 195. This is the Bearded Carcast. I am Mike Pacheco. He is Dave Friedman. And uh, this will be the last one before we, we're going to take a little, little bit of a break. And then we'll be back. Uh, and we're going to be back back to our roots. We're going back on the road. On the we're road going again. to Nashville. Going to Nashville. Yeah, that's going to be a fun trip. And that's kind of the origin of the Beer right. Carcast. We broadcast Winthrop University basketball games. The season begins two weeks from today. We're taping on Tuesday. And the team travels to Nashville to start mm-hmm. the year to play Vanderbilt. So we'll make the road trip. We'll stop along the way, or maybe it'll be somewhere in Nashville. We'll stop. We'll see something neat. We'll do something cool. We'll have a good meal or two, and we'll talk about it. We'll talk about our experience. We'll talk about sports. We'll just kind of have a good time, and hopefully we won't get pulled over again the next (laughs) day. And if if you have a place in Nashville that we absolutely positively must go to, beardedcarcast at outlook.com, and I won't guarantee we'll do it, but if it sounds like a cool place... We'll do it. We'll give it a shot. Unlike Clinton, South Carolina, I think there are probably lots of good options yeah. in Nashville. But we may have a few choices, what you're saying. Yeah, and we're, we're, we're up for uh, what advice people have, some firsthand experience. Now, as you and I have talked about, we don't go to chains. We're looking for right. independent, one-of-a-kind places, places that have something different about them. They could be high-end or they could be real low-end, but we're looking for, for unique we're looking for one of a kind. More than anything, we're looking for character. Well, and I would add, and pretty darn good food. We, yeah. We don't send this to some slop house. Right, but it, it doesn't have to be elegant 18-star dining. Right. And it certainly can be really high fare oh, food. Of- it just has to be good and unique and, and indigenous to that part of the world, hopefully. So do you remember the place we went to in Montgomery, the, uh, the yeah. hot dog place? Yeah. Well, uh, Lester Holt was doing this, like, Lester Holt Across America tour a couple weeks ago. And uh, I'm, I, there was a picture on the Nightly News uh, Twitter feed, and I said, man, I think I've been to that place. So I looked it up. He was. He went to, it's Chris's Hot Dogs. Well, I think. Now, I, 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 I don't want to put dogs, words right? in Lester's mouth, but I, I think he saw it on the bearded car. I think he might heard have. about I it. I think that is exactly how he landed on the, the radar. Of, right. Uh, and then he figured, you know, it seemed like a good place. Yeah. I'm going to try it out myself. And if everybody knows how we can get Lester Holt on the bearded car cast, I'd be interested <laughs> in talking to him. That'd be kind of fun. Uh, so we are here at Big South Media Day. So the, the, the reason why we're here is, of course, Dave and I cover Winthrop Athletics. And College basketball just around. Hard to believe with the World Series going on beginning tonight. I mean, if the FBI this, doesn't stop it before the season yeah, begins. Yeah, I mean, that's the big story. I mean, and I know we talked to Paul Biancardi today. Paul didn't seem to think that it would um, maybe have a, a huge impact because teams have already got their plans in place. They've already got, you know, they're, they're, they're going into their in-season mode. But could hedge roll as a result of this, this during There's the season? There's no question. Yeah. I mean, the findings that have come out are... I don't want to say ambiguous because it seems pretty clear that some really nasty, ugly stuff 
is going on. Regardless of the verdict, it's pretty clear that there's severe cheating taking place. Yes, there's a degree of coaches that aren't fully culpable or have turned a blind eye to things and maybe might not be involved or directly involved. But in the end, the things that you're hearing happened. And the coaches at the top, whether they're on tape saying, yes, pay him the money, we'll wait at LSU, <laughs> or it's kind of like, oh, I didn't see anything. I don't know anything about this. Maybe I had a rogue assistant coach. You're in charge. And ultimately, the person in charge of the program has to be held culpable. I think we've known forever that there are violations of some yeah. sort. There's, there's minor stuff going on. But in terms of this major stuff, if it's clear, not in a court of law, but if it is clear that Kansas or Duke or Kentucky or Arizona or LSU is paying players, that's it. Yeah. I mean, how, how, can you, how can you turn a blind eye to that? What do you think of time frame? Because now, right now it's in the hands of the FBI. Well, it's actually in the hands of the that, jury. You know what? I think that's an excuse. If it comes out in federal testimony, I mean, what, what more do you want? Is an internal investigation going to disclose something that wasn't disclosed in federal court? I mean, what, what what governing body does Kansas or Duke or Arizona have that the feds don't have? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, I understand it's it's one word against another word, but the best investigation is the one that has the most clout behind it. When the feds investigate, it's usually pretty thorough. Yeah. It, it seems to me if Bill Self or Sean Miller is in the wrong from the feds, they got to be in the wrong for Kansas or Arizona. And to not then do something about it is, is outrageous. I mean, the idea that Coach Krzyzewski can say that it's not affecting his program, it's a sideshow, it's, it's something that the media is talking about, come on, man. Like, he's one of the great coaches of all time. No one's debating that. But you don't get all the dudes that are playing there by happenstance, do you want to play for the best college basketball coach maybe ever? Yes. Do you want to play at Duke? Yes. Cameron Indoor Stadium? Yes. Winning national championships? All of that. Coach a Team USA? Of course you do. But like, if one school is offering you a huge lump sum and another isn't, it's not many people that are going to go, yeah, but I still really wanted to go there. Now, now supposedly... Brian Bowen yeah. wanted to go to Michigan right, State, and, and they were offering nothing, yeah. and other places were offering $100,000 or more. So right. it happens. And like but, Zion Williamson, who uh, right, he was going to go to uh, Clemson, I think? or I mean, he the, talked about the two in-state schools. Yeah. He talked about Kentucky, and he's going to Duke. But, but, I mean, his name is involved in the FBI probe. It just seems crazy to think that you can – just be totally and utterly not a part of it when everyone else is a piece to the puzzle. It's it's disturbing at very least and, and gross and wrong and illegal at very worst.
Nerdy Carcast, episode 40. I am Mike Pacheco, Dave Friedman. The Panthers coming off uh, an improbable, it's probably even understating uh, just how big that 17-point comeback was. Panthers scored 21 unanswered points against the Philadelphia Eagles. So we're going to look ahead here to week, was this week eight now? Week yep. eight of the NFL. This is an interesting Carolina Panthers team, Dave, because they didn't play well two weeks ago against Washington, but still had a chance uh, late to win that game. They faltered, fell behind again 17-0 this past week. Uh, then they come back with the improbable uh, comeback, and now you have Baltimore, a team that's uh, reeling themselves uh, at the first missed field goal. Uh, missed extra. For, I'm sorry, missed extra point. Um, and, you know, Baltimore's still a very good team, well-coached, but they're coming in a little salty. The Panthers coming in. They need to build a little bit of momentum if they're going to be the team that they, they claim to be. There are about five bad teams in the league. Buffalo, Arizona, San Francisco. There are... I don't know, one, the Rams, or maybe three, Kansas City, the Rams, New England, or maybe add in whoever else you want to, New Orleans or whatever, teams at the top. But there are about 20, 22, 24, 26 teams that all kind of feel on any given day are roughly the same. And Baltimore and Philadelphia and Carolina are three of those teams. So not surprisingly, mm-hmm. when those teams get together, you're going to lose a game maybe you should have, win a game that maybe you shouldn't, and be in a game this week that, again, it, it can go either way. I mean, those really good teams, maybe they're a step or two steps ahead of everyone else. Those really bad teams, they're significantly worse, but there is a vast, vast middle. All right, so what do you like for the games here in Week 8? Well, last week, I told you my pick of the week would be Cincinnati. Yeah. How did that go? Not so well. Not so well. So my picks of the week are three and four against the spread. Yeah. And I'm going right back to the Bengals this week. Last week, they were catching what I thought was too many points against the Kansas City team that obviously just not only do they have an explosive offense, but shockingly, their defense was pretty good yeah. against the Bengals. I still think the Bengals are in that vast middle, maybe in the upper tier of that vast middle. And this week, they get a chance to rebound. They're at home, and they're facing a Tampa Bay team that uh, got lucky to beat Cleveland last week. So I'm going right back to the Bengals this week, minus the four and a hook. This game is interesting to me. Now, again, they're on the road, divisional. Washington 4-2 against 1-6 the New York Giants. Uh, but Washington only giving one point to the Giants in that game. Yeah, I, I thought that would have been a little bit of a higher number. Well, Washington playing on the road, right. that's a big factor. And the Giants, who traded Eli Apple today to New Orleans, which actually is fairly significant in the NFC South, it, it's one of those deals that... No one thinks Washington is that good. A playoff team, maybe. A Super Bowl contender, no. And while the Giants are not good or bad, I mean, they covered last night. And if they didn't make one or two major mistakes, they have a chance to win the game. So as bad as their record is, and, and their offensive line looks like a train wreck, but Saquon Barkley has had a very good year, and I don't think anyone thinks Washington is that remarkable. That being said, I mean, I'm not going to jump up and jump up and down about betting on, on, on the Giants. It's hard to take that side. But there are some ugly-looking teams that sometimes are worth taking. Next Monday night, it's, it's an atrocious Monday night game. It's, it's the Patriots 
and, and Buffalo. But if you give me two touchdowns at home with Buffalo, yeah, yeah sign me up. Derek Anderson threw three interceptions <laughs> last week. He's probably not going to throw three interceptions this week. We saw him play here in Carolina. He's a capable backup quarterback. He's not a starter. He's not a great player. But he's not remarkably worse than the guys they've had a quarterback yeah. there this year. I'm still more comfortable with him than Nathan Peterman. Exactly. And that's a Buffalo team that already has a couple of decent wins this year. They're not great, but they're solid defensively. And it's a classic Bill Belichick game where he's just trying to win and get out of town and get on the charter and get out of there. So, I mean, you're giving me two touchdowns? I'll happily take two touchdowns. That's the first Monday night game in Buffalo in a long, mm. long time. Those people are going to be fired up. And frothed up too. Uh, no doubt about that. <laughs> a lot of uh, a lot of folding tables getting blasted on uh, Monday night. All right, so make sure you follow along at Bearded Carcast on Twitter. That's how you can get Dave's picks next week because we're taking a little bit of a, a hiatus before we go into season two. And the World Series? Oh, in the World Series. Um, I'm going to say Red Sox and six. Red Sox and six. That's yeah. That, okay. I mean, the AL has been the better all year long. The AL East, in particular, very strong. And the Red Sox, though, maybe they got a couple 50-50 plays to go their way in the ALCS. I mean, numerically, analytically, Houston better than the Dodgers team they're facing in the World Series. No doubt about it. And you and now you look at David Price coming in with a little bit of success in the playoffs instead of still having that cloud over his head. So it's still a good Dodgers team. I mean, you know, still got Kershaw. My concern for the Red Sox is early in the series. If they lose to Clayton Kershaw in Game 1, which I think is possible, maybe even likely. I mean, he's, he's a generational yeah. talent. Then you're going with David Price pitching game two. That's as pressure-filled oh, as yeah. pressure-filled gets, and he's proven to be a really good pitcher, but not necessarily a really good postseason starter. Right. So they, they lose game one. Boy, that game two becomes in yeah, a, it's a huge... kind, kind of the series right there. Well, it's basically the same thing against Houston, though. Yep. You know, they lost the game, and they had to uh, go on the road and, uh, and get some big wins, and they did that, and that will take on the Dodgers team. Also, a reminder, as we mentioned at the beginning of the broadcast, we are going to be in Nashville the first week of the college basketball season, so make sure if you have any good Nashville suggestions, email the show, beardedcarcast at outlook.com. And thanks for listening. <laughs>